converge. You're listening to the Head in the Clouds podcast, a proud member of the Converge Podcast Network. Now to the man with his head constantly in the clouds, your host, Ryan Romeo. That's right, English announcer lady. This is the Head in the Clouds podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you get your dream off the ground. My name is Ryan Romeo, and today we are going to dive into the backside of this list of creative team values. Last week, we talked about the first four creative team values, and today we're going to talk about the last three But before I get into that, I just wanted to pause and mention again, I started a new Instagram account called Head in the Clouds Feed. And really, it's based on the content of this podcast and the upcoming book, Head in the Clouds, that's coming out next year. And I am really pouring a lot of attention into it, trying to create a community of people that really are dreaming of things that God wants them to do and a place where we could really interact with each other and be encouraged. So if you're on Instagram, make sure and jump on Head in the Clouds feed. You could see it on my Instagram account, at Ryan Romeo. I've got links to it in there and a lot of my posts. But Head in the Clouds feed really is something that I want to see grow and I want to see a lot more people interacting with. So if you love this podcast, make sure and jump over there. Spend a little bit of time uh, on there. You won't regret it. Okay, creative team values. So as a recap of last week, I was saying culture is being set whether you're doing it on purpose or not. So I created this list of cultural values for my team. And again, these are different than biblical values. A lot of times it's like, okay, obviously we believe that the Bible is the word of God. We believe that the Holy Spirit is central in worship. Whatever it is that's like these these hard, deep biblical values, those really, I think, in a lot of ways are easier to define. You could look at the Bible. You could look at your leaders, especially if you're working in a church. And again, these are my values for my church team. I know not everybody works at a church. So forgive me, the lens that I'm going to be looking at this entire list is through the lens of a local church leader. But when you're running a team in a local church, oftentimes what you really need to be doing is getting your main biblical values and values for the Holy Spirit and the prophetic and everything else needs to come from your senior pastor because he's checking with his elder board in a healthy organization. And you know that that's vetted, you know that it's true, and really you need to adopt what they have on a global biblical level. But for you and your team, that doesn't mean that you don't have cultural values that are a little bit different. And cultural values can ebb and flow. They can be edited a little bit. They don't, they're not locked in stone. So for me, as a recap, last week we talked about the first four cultural values for my team. Number one, we lead with vision. This is just a recap of last week. We lead with vision. We don't lead with budget. We don't lead with fear. We paint a picture of the future. We lead with that. That's, that's number one for me and my cultural value. We lead with vision. Number two, we value the team. Working as a team is always harder, but it's worth it. The team beats the lone genius every time. I really value this so much with my team of going, okay, we're all going to work together. It's harder, 
but it's better. I promise you. Number three, we value feedback. What you do is not who you are, so seek feedback on what you do. Give feedback that's specific, regular, and defined. So we talked about how to receive feedback, how to give feedback. Feedback is very, very important. We need a culture that's making each other better. Like iron sharpens iron. Again, biblical value. (laughs) Speaking into cultural value. Number four, we submit structure to spirit. Structure should never inhibit moves of the spirit or creative ideas. It's always better to try something new than to stick with what's always worked. In a church, this is really hard, but it's very important. We submit structure to spirit. Okay, let's dive in to the next three and let's finish off these cultural values. Number five on my cultural values list, we work hard and we work ahead. We work hard in seasons and create space to rest in other seasons. We also come to the team prepared ahead of time. Now, I think I, and I have been just as guilty of this as anybody else on my team, but when I'm leading a, a, a team and I call a meeting and everybody shows up frustrated and unprepared and acting like it's a waste of their time, it really is a waste of all of our time. We hired a new pastor on our team uh, this this year, and he's an amazing guy. I won't name him by name, but he's an amazing guy. He's worked at huge churches as the executive pastor. Very, 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 very capable. And, you know, our church is not huge. It's kind of like a mid-level church. And so in some ways, we still have kind of small church vibe. And in other ways, we're structured more like a big church. And so he came in, and I remember... He had some people on the team come and, and, and share some things. And, and there was still some argument on that team on kind of major points that they agreed or disagreed with, you know. And he said, you know what? Let's stop right here. You guys really need to go back and hash this out between the two of you before you bring it to this team. And I remember going, whoa, dang. Like, you know, at first I was going, it's not such a big deal. You know, they could debate in front of this bigger team on whether they agree with this or that. And then I paused and I was like, no, we really need to treat each other's time as important. So if you guys are presenting something and the two of you don't agree on it, and then you're presenting it to us, hoping that we will agree with the thing that you don't even agree on yet, we've got a problem. And we really need to come prepared to things. And in a church, it's really hard because you feel like, oh, it's too fancy if I write something up. And no, it's not too fancy. It's never too fancy. Write something up, make it clear, do it ahead of time. If you guys are, you know, are on a, a, a team at church and Christmas only comes up, you know, once the calendar hits December, you probably have a problem. You need to take a step back and go, okay, we need to really talk about Christmas and Easter ahead of time. For us, when we're doing our worship conference, those, those are hugely challenging for us. It pushes us as a team to get better. And we have to work hard. We have to work ahead. And when we're procrastinating all the time and showing up to meetings unprepared, it really does affect the whole culture of the team. And this is something, again, I, I could be just as guilty of in a lot of ways, and I'm working so hard to change this in me, but it's like, no, we are going to work hard. We're going to work ahead. We're going to show up to meetings regular. We're going to show up ready to go, and we're going to push hard in those seasons that we know are going to be really hard. In other seasons, we need to create rest, and we've talked about rest on this podcast. We need to create seasons, especially in church, where you're like, okay, we hit June or July, and we can breathe a little bit more. 
or August. So a lot of churches can breathe a little bit better in August. Whatever it is for you, make sure you're resting strategically and make sure when it's go time, it's go time. And when we're running our conference, a lot of times we're working till late at night. A lot of times we're working having a bunch of meetings with a bunch of people about the conference, and then we have to have a bunch of meetings about Sunday morning. You know, we're, we're trying to multitask a lot, and so it's really, really hard. So just know in seasons you're going to work hard, and you got to just show up, and you got to be ready to work hard and push hard, and then know when to rest. So we work hard, we work ahead. Number six, we are not experts. We are not experts. We carry a posture of humility and honor toward one another. We yield often and always have something to learn. This, for a creative team, is really, really important. We carry a posture of humility and honor toward one another. So what does that mean? We're not experts. That means when you're on my team, and let's say you're the video guy, and you show up and you've edited you know, a rough draft of a video, And you're presenting it to everybody going, hey, check out this thing that I made, you know. And everybody watches it and the audio engineer raises his hand and says, hey, you know, what if you did this or that ending feels a little funky? What if you tried it like this? There's two ways you could go. Number one, you could say, hey, I'm the video guy. I'm just showing you so that you guys can know. Back off. (laughs) Which basically tells everybody else in that room, you cannot speak into what I do because I am the video guy. I am the expert. I do this day in and day out. I know what I'm doing. And when you do that, you shut down the team. When you do that, you tell everybody they can't say anything to you. And what you miss out on is input from different people. You miss out on new, creative, amazing ideas And it kind of goes back to that we value the team thing. You're not an expert. You can't sit there and carry yourself as the expert. You always have something to learn. And maybe, you know, there's a lot of times where we we, we run internship and sometimes we're sitting in a room. We've got people that have been for years leading worship and running production and all sorts of stuff. And then you have an intern show up who's like 19 and, you know, they're just kind of wide eyed and they may have an amazing idea that nobody at that team has ever thought of. And if everybody is too much of a quote expert to receive any ideas from anybody else, we have a problem. So that is cultural value number six. We are not experts. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cultural value number seven. Now, this one I feel like is a work in progress for me because this is not true, but I want it to be true. And this is not true, and it probably will never be true. But it's more of the pursuit than the arrival, like I've said with some of these. So cultural value number seven, we are unoffendable. We are unoffendable. This, again, is not true, uh, but I want it to be true. We carry love for each other that's greater than what we're working on. So a lot of times, for me, especially as a three, it's really hard. I want to get things done, and I want to get them done well. And I'm, I'm, like, pushing really hard. And sometimes I have to take a step back and say, okay, if I keep pushing on this idea, I'm going to sacrifice a lot of relationship. And I have to make, you know, a a mental check and go, okay, I don't want to hurt relationship. So maybe I can compromise on this and this, even though it won't be executed quick or even though it won't be as good, but I value the people more than I value the project. This sort of culture from a leader is important. And it's one that I am constantly trying to work on going, okay, I'm using challenges to inspire. I'm not using challenges to shame anybody or to make them work harder or to whip them harder and say, hey, just work extra hours. No, no, no. Uh, My love for them is greater than what we're working on. As a three, that's really hard for me. But it does create this environment where somebody can say, hey, that's not really working for me. Or, you know what? You're pushing really hard and I'm feeling really bummed out about it. And you should probably back off a little bit because I feel like it's causing some some pain in our relationship. And to, to be able to know when, you know, okay, this obviously some tension is okay. Obviously some tension is going to be there no matter what. Obviously when you're pushing hard, people are going to be, you know, maybe a little more hot under the collar. But as a leader, you need to be discerning, okay, at what point am I starting to make real lasting relational damage? So we love each other greater than what we're working on. We're unoffendable. But the other aspect of unoffendable is creating a proper communication with one another. And I talked about this last podcast, but this is a really big deal for me and my team. Creatives carry a posture of humility when asking for production. Production strives to have a posture of yes toward the creatives. This is all kind of subpoints in the we're unoffendable value. So for production and creatives, there is always going to be tension. There's always going to be tension. Sometimes there's problems that we could go, hey, this is solved. It's done. No problem. But other times you realize that these are just tensions that have to be managed. You just have to say, okay, I get it. This is not something that will ever find its ultimate resolve. We just have to keep working on this tension. And the tension between the creatives and the producers is always going to be there. 
not just in the worship world, but anywhere else. You always have somebody who's coming up with ideas going, what if we tried this and what if we did that? Many times I am guilty of that. Many times I'm the one going, what if we tried this and what if we tried that? And I really, in my mind, don't have any intention of doing them. I'm just trying to have the conversation. But I've also worn the other hat enough as the producer to go, hey, wait a minute. Just because you have a great idea doesn't mean that I have time to execute that idea. And so for the creatives, whenever I'm wearing that hat of coming up with the ideas, I need to be able to approach my team and go, I know this is last minute. I'm really sorry. Can you possibly get this thing done? And having that attitude versus showing up and going, hey, I'm your boss. Just do what I asked. You are going to get a lot more, like my mom always told me, with honey instead of vinegar. (laughs) You're going to get a lot more from your team when you're going, hey, you know what? I am so sorry. I know this is outside of your workload right now, or I know you're working on a couple of other things, but I think this idea is really, really important and it's going to be really good for the team. So we have to have that posture of humility as the creatives when we're approaching the producers. On the other side, for years I worked in communications. And on the other side, when you're working in communications, everybody's coming to you with their great idea and you're going, I can't possibly get all this done. And your workload is up to your eyeballs and then somebody comes into you and says, hey, what if you did this too? And you feel like blowing up at them. You're like, you have no idea what I'm trying to get done here. And I remember I kind of worked this out and I don't even remember where I heard it. But I heard somebody say, you know, as a production person that you should always carry a posture of yes. And this is what I mean with that. So imagine I'm going to just flash back to my communication days when I was up to my eyeballs in work. And somebody came in and said, you know what we should do this weekend? And it's Thursday. You know what we should do this weekend? We should do this and edit this video. And it's going to be awesome. And for me, my first instinct is, let me bite your head off because I'm mad at you. (laughs) Go, you have no idea how hard I'm working, blah, 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 blah. That may feel good to tell the person that, the creative that, but it actually doesn't do anything to help you. It may feel good, but it's not helpful. The better way to go is to go have that posture of yes. And this is what I mean. Somebody comes, asks you, can you do this thing? It's last minute. You go, oh man, that sounds like an awesome idea. I would love to do that for you. That sounds great. But I have this problem. I am working on these projects over here and I'm really, really busy. Do you want me to stop one of these projects so I could do your thing? That is a posture of yes. That puts the control back in them and they go, oh, oh man, I didn't realize you were working on that. Or that gives them to go, oh yeah, uh, yes, for sure. That thing that you're working on, just put that on the back burner. Let's work on this thing instead. That posture of yes is so hard. It's a pride swallower. It's it's an emotional swallower. You've got to go, let me pause a little bit. Sometimes it's like, oh man, would love to do that for you. But what if we did this instead? I think we could really execute this and it will really give you the same result. Or I am working on several other projects. Can you give me an hour to kind of sort through and figure out if I can get that done? And then we could talk about it in an hour. Any of those responses is better than saying, no, I can't do that. I'm too busy. You keep doing this to me and adding more to my plate, even though you might be feeling that way. It doesn't actually help you at all. And if this person is consistently giving you more than you can handle, 
then you just need to have a calm, bigger conversation with them and to be brave, sit in their office and go, hey, I I am feeling really overworked and you consistently keep doing this, 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 and this. Just be proactive about it on the global level. But the, the interaction between production and creative for me is always there. You've got sound guys and you've got stage guys that are trying to execute certain things. You've got worship leaders and sometimes worship leaders are more in the executing role than they are in the creative role. A lot of times they are the creatives, but sometimes they're just executing and it's the pastor that's coming up with all the ideas. However that is, you have to work on your interaction with them. And that's a big part of my culture. So there it is. That's all seven creative team values that I have for my team. Again, the values that you have for your team are probably going to look really different. But as a recap for today, our three that we went through is we work hard and work ahead. We are not experts and we are unoffendable, which is not true, but we really want it to be true. And we will keep working at it uh, because relationship is more important than execution. So that's it. That's the end of today's podcast. Make sure and jump on social media uh, to keep up to date on everything that's going on. Keep on the lookout, you guys. I'm so excited. I'm just waiting for my publisher. Zondervan's my publisher. Waiting for the final release date of the Head in the Clouds, Feet on the Ground book. But I was looking at design for it today and some other things, and I'm just getting really excited about it. So I'm going to tell you more about that as soon as I have dates when that book is going to be out. But yeah, interact on social media, hitc.live. Jump on that website for show notes and everything else. So that is it for today. As always, keep your head in the clouds and your feet on the ground. Until next time. listening to Head in the Clouds with Ryan Romeo. For more information about this show, visit convergepodcastnetwork.com. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.